Over the past few months, I've featured brief interviews from 16 community members recorded at IndieWeb Summit in Portland and at IndieWeb Camp NYC. I'm currently out of interviews, but I'd love to know your IndieWeb story. I'll be conducting remote interviews over Mumble, AppearIn, Discord, or the audio video system of your choice. If you'd like to appear in a brief one-minute interview on this podcast, let me know in the IndieWeb Meta channel on IRC or Slack. Just ask for Schmarty. Alternatively, you can make a post on your site stating your interest. Include a link to my site at martymcgui.re and send a web mention to let me know about it. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of November 4th through 10th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. The next regularly scheduled homebrew website club is November 15th, with Nuremberg, Brighton, Baltimore, Austin, and San Francisco confirmed so far, as well as a virtual homebrew website club at Central European time. Then Homebrew Website Club Berlin will meet on November 16th. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org hwc. Photos and notes are now available for IndieWeb Camp Berlin, which took place November 4th and 5th in Berlin, Germany. You can find them at IndieWeb.org 2017 Berlin. And planning is in progress for IndieWeb Camp Austin, scheduled to take place December 9th and 10th. Learn more and help out at IndieWeb.org 2017 Austin. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at IndieWeb.org COC. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. And in related events, the Social Web Incubator Community Group met at the W3C's Technical Plenary and Committees meeting on November 6th in Burlingame, California. Among the items discussed were recent developments in federated social networks like Mastodon and approaches to addressing abuse and harassment on social networks. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Eddie Hinkle at eddiehinkle.com published a post titled Indigenous for iOS App Beta. 
In it, Hinkle announced an open beta for his iOS Micropub client, which allows users to create like, repost, and bookmark posts on their sites using the iOS sharing feature. Keith J. Grant published a new post at Omnibear.com announcing the release of Omnibear 0.6.1, which adds improved error handling as well as the ability to quickly send emoji replies. James Shelley at jamesshelley.com published a post titled, I'm Signing On and Standing Up for the IndieWeb Cause. In it, Shelley announced his plans to join the IndieWeb, making his posts available on his own site and using large social media sites only for syndication, which is, quote, going back to the heart of what the internet was intended for. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. New Community Members A new user page was created for Jack Jamieson at jackjamieson.net. Jamieson is, quote, a researcher and web dev from Toronto, Canada. In his research, he is, quote, interested in how web developers shape the direction of the internet by creating, contesting, co-opting, and compromising with platforms and standards. If you haven't already, now is a good time to create your own user page. It's a great way to introduce yourself to the IndieWeb community and to collect the things that you are working on or want to work on for your personal website. For more details, visit IndieWeb.org wikifying. Community and Concepts A new page was created for Personas, a collection of mock identities that can be used to shape the design of IndieWeb tools, documentation, and more. These personas have been developed over several indie webcams as part of an ongoing exercise to improve onboarding for future generations of indie web users. The ephemeral content page was updated with some reasons why one might want to post content to their site that expires or that has no permanent URL. Examples include posts that disappear when they are no longer relevant or posts that expire after a set period of time, such as the 24-hour expiration period behind Snapchat posts and Instagram stories. Services and Organizations Several updates related to Twitter this week. The Twitter page was updated to note the public rollout of an increase to the maximum character limit for posts, from 140 to 280 characters. Additionally, a link was added to the page to a post by Selena Wang at Bloomberg.com titled, Twitter Sidestepped Russian Account Warnings, Former Worker Says. In it, Wang details claims by a former Twitter manager who had discovered a large number of dormant accounts registered from Russian and Ukrainian IP addresses. Twitter took no action at the time due to pressure from their so-called growth team. The manager claims that many of these accounts would later be used to spread political misinformation. The verified page was updated with some controversy surrounding Twitter's blue checkmark feature that is applied to some accounts. In a statement, Twitter support said, quote, Verification was meant to authenticate identity and voice, but it is interpreted as an endorsement or an indicator of importance. We recognize that we have created this confusion and need to resolve it. We have paused all general verifications while we work and will report back soon. The top-level domain page was updated with a link to a post by Tommaso Barbuli at GetStream.io titled, Why Stream Stopped Using .io Domain Names for Production Traffic. In it, the author details DNS service reliability issues that cause services on .io domains to become unavailable with little recourse. Stream's solution and recommendation, 
Do not use .io domains for high availability services. IndieWeb Development The workflow page was updated with instructions on how to create a sharing workflow for uploading images and other media files directly to a MicroPub media endpoint on iOS devices. And the HCARD page was updated with some examples from the community on how to mark up your homepage or profile page with representative microformats, including items such as your name, URL, photo, social media accounts, organizations, personal pronouns, and more. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85 Suit, Day 48 Glitch, Day 49 Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.